0: Hi, I'm Victoria, and I'm Lexi, and welcome to Entry Level, the podcast for people figuring it out.
1: If this is your first episode with us, welcome. Make sure to check out our trailer to learn a little bit more about who we are and why we started this all.
0: In our last episode, we invited our friend Rachel Adams on the podcast to talk through navigating major life changes. If you're interested, make sure you go ahead and take a listen.
1: Yeah, that was fun. For those of you who didn't listen, Victoria was in Hawaii, so she was recording on scene with Rachel. Which was yeah. fun as I watched from afar.
0: Yeah, and then I think when this podcast goes out, I will be on my way to Europe.
1: Yeah, and guess what, everyone? I'll still be in Dallas. is not so exciting.
0: <laughs> Lexi got an invite for this trip. It is my birthday trip.
1: Okay, um, don't don't do me don't do it like that. Don't do me like you that. You
0: did get an invite. I wanted you to come. You're going to Europe in the new year.
1: Let's yeah. tell the audience that part. Okay, let's also let's also tell the audience that when did you decide for sure you were going to Europe? Probably in like August,
0: But you knew about the idea back in like June.
1: Yeah, but then the, there was also ideas of not going. There' was also ideas of going to Colorado. There was also <laughs> you ideas should of
0: also going to- know this by now. The way I operate, I am very
1: indecisive. I'm a Libra. That's how it works. I hear you. It's just – it's it's hard to plan when I'm not in your brain because one day – I think we probably have text messages from literally a year ago of being like, oh, I think I want to go to – what was it? Like not a Ibiza, but some other – like no, definitely not Ibiza. I don't know why I said that. Whatever island. Oh, Aruba. There were like islands. Aruba. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Probably text it's messages because from, like a year ago. It's literally
0: because – that was the plan. The plan was to do a joint birthday – with my Mm -hmm. roommate Kelsey, our birthdays are a week apart and we wanted to do like a big fun group birthday, um, joint party. And we wanted to go to like Tulum or Aruba. The issue with that is the timing it's October. So the only places Mm -hmm. you can go are probably the Caribbean or Mexico, but it's also the middle of hurricane season. So I didn't want to make people pay all this money we go out it's only raining or god forbid there's like a huge hurricane and we're stranded yeah. in some like <laughs> country that like is not <laughs> the states and then i just started seeing tiktoks about people getting burgl- like airbnb's getting burgled yeah, i saw a lot of those too. and i was like you know what i am going to believe those astrology girlies and i am going to take this as a sign maybe we don't need to go to tulum um and so then it honestly just came down to europe I'm also the type of person who like says that I don't care about my birthday, and then it comes around. It's maybe like a week or two before, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I need to scramble and figure out what I want to do because I don't want to be sad on my birthday." Um, Hence, me sending a text a week ago, (laughs) or no, not even a week ago, two days ago, two days ago, yeah, (laughs) something that I'm hosting next weekend for my birthday before I leave. So very indecisive. Even that, like planning that, I was very indecisive. I had like five yeah. plans, needed someone to sound off and like make sure that I wasn't like making a stupid choice, but it's going to work out. Um, but yeah, yeah, so we, when this goes live, two days from now, I will be on my way to Barcelona.
1: Yeah, so everybody um, send wishes of safe travels yeah. and so much fun for the B-Day girl.
0: Yeah, pray that I kiss a Spanish man on my birthday. That's all I want. It's my only birthday wish.
1: Are you going to document it, you think?
0: I don't know. I'll try. I'm, like, not taking a camera or anything. But uh, it's going to be so hard for me because I really like to post Yeah. on social media. But one, I feel like I shouldn't post in real time. And <laughs> two, I don't know what my data situation is going to be like over there. So it might honestly yeah. just be – delayed um maybe when I get a wi-fi hotspot here and there but I'm hoping to so maybe maybe we'll see some clips maybe we'll see some content on the entry-level Instagram
1: yeah yeah that'll be good spice up the feed yeah but yeah with that let's get into it get into the episode yeah (laughs) so for today
0: um what what are we discussing Lexi I think this was your idea actually
1: I think it was too I think You know, we tried to find the line of being, like, relevant with, like, what's going on in the world. But we did think that the timing of when this episode will go out will be relevant for Halloween. So, I don't know. I feel like in college, I definitely had more, like, organized Halloween plans. (laughs) I don't have any plans as of right now. But Mm -hmm. we have been thinking about costumes. And I think talking and thinking about costumes is still fun. Like, whether or not you actually do anything. I literally did not do anything last Halloween. Um, but yeah, we're just going to take a minute to like reminisce on what our past years look like and maybe what this year will look like. Like
0: Lexi said, <laughs> I think she had like a lot of planned costumes in college. I was always the person who kind of waited two weeks or a week before the parties would start. And I'm like, I need something to wear. To I feel all. like
1: parties, parties started kind of early too.
0: Yeah, they started like, I feel early like-
1: a lot of October was just like costume. Yeah, parties.
0: and it was like so many frat parties. You can only rewear it so many times because you were because also people
1: posted it every time. Yeah,
0: they posted it. We also went to a smaller school, so like you were seeing the same people, so like you yeah. can't really like wear the same thing every day. Um, I know that you had like some pretty iconic ones. <laughs> I wouldn't say mine were that iconic.
1: I think I think it helped that pretty much every year there was like a theme. Well, duh, it's a costume, so there's a theme. Mm-hmm. But um, I was part of like a pretty solid like friend group all throughout college, um, and so of course like we always wanted to do group costumes. And I think there were probably around like seven of us. Maybe that would like always pretty much always participate in this. But like I kid you not, I think. Chase especially would start the conversation about like what our costumes would be in like July. Like yeah. I think she like she'd like start talking in the group, like she'd throw out ideas because people have opinions, like duh people are supposed to have opinions. <laughs> um but there would always be a lot of back and forth until we could like finally agree on a theme and mm-hmm. then from there like picking individual costumes within that theme.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: Chase and I have pretty much always, I think it was freshman year and senior year like us two like we just had matching costumes but sophomore and junior year we had group costumes so mm-hmm. sophomore year was pretty fun um we our theme in general just like athletes but then from there we all like picked a subset so I was a boxer um so funny I've worked at a fitness studio for over two years we have <laughs> boxing, and I'm like terrified to take that class um but the photos were cute I guess um mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I think we all just really looked forward to like taking those photos together. What was everybody else? So I was a boxer. We had like baseball players, which, you know, just like a oversized, like not even oversized, a mini skin tight, like jersey (laughs) dress. Um, I think we had a basketball player. My friend M.M. was like a referee, I think. Oh, yeah, I do. So I don't know. It was fun to see people like get creative within that. I'm trying to think what everybody else was. I think I actually have like a Polaroid on my fridge i don't know but yeah that was one group costume and then S- junior year oh yeah junior year was fun so we have like we had one guy in our friend group ahadu um so that was also something else to take into consideration that it was like pretty much all girls and then one guy but that was fun because ahadu was santa and then the rest of us were like santa's helpers yeah that um that's cute Which was also cute too. I think none of us like bought an actual costume for that. Like I think we all bought Santa hats but then we all just like came up with our own Mm -hmm. outfits that were like red and white. Um, But yeah I don't know. It was always fun to like move in a unit I thought.
0: Yeah that was a creative one. I remember that one. Um, I am gonna be real. I'm not super into Halloween. Granted that is... Has a lot to do with the way that I was raised. Yeah. <laughs> I was raised um, very much so in the Bible Belt and like just did not celebrate Halloween probably until I was like 10 or 11. <laughs> and by then, I think the magic was kind of lost for me. Like, yeah. I would still go to stuff and have fun, but like I have never been super into spooky season or like to this day, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, I still have never seen Halloween Town. Like I, it's just not my thing. I love the fall, but like Halloween in general. So funny. It's cool, but like I don't really care. Like, like I will put on a costume, but like I some people get really into like
1: planning it. Oh, people spend like, a lot of money on their costumes. Yeah,
0: and it's too. just like <laughs> not my thing. Like I don't care about the skeletons. I don't care about the haunted yeah. houses. I don't care about the day rides. So funny. Like. I can admire people who are really into it, but it's just mm-hmm. not my cup of tea. I'm more so like pumpkin patch, maybe. Yeah. Um, what else is there? The Dallas Arboretum is cute in the fall. Um <laughs> someone is like shirtless
1: on their balcony. That was weird. Um I mean it is the what second or third day of fall. it's hot outside yeah it is um 90 89
0: degrees yeah but all that to say um my kind my halloween costumes are kind of just all over the place it's also hard because like i am not really into like revealing stuff like i don't really dress very revealing not saying that lexi does like I i really don't think that you do either but it's, yeah. like, a lot of the times Halloween costumes are, like, very revealing. And, like, the way that my body is built, it would always seem like I was trying mm-hmm. to do too much. Yeah. <laughs> when that's not the case, it's literally, like, I'm just standing here. Um, like, I remember I tried to buy a boxing costume one year and, like, everything fit fine. And it got to, like, the tank top. Yeah. And it just was giving a whole other vibe because of the way that my body is built. Yeah. Um, so my costumes were always like trying to be somewhere in the me- middle with that because yeah. it's like okay I was I was like an adult at the time I was like yeah 19 20 21 like it's you can wear whatever you want at that time but was still very much like finding out who I was and being comfortable yeah, in an yeah, yeah. my own body so like they were kind of all over the place another funny story I was not allowed to watch Harry Potter growing up so it's funny Because one of my Halloween costumes was literally Hermione from Harry Potter. Um, Just because it was an easy one, I could get all the stuff on Amazon fast enough for one of the frat parties I was coming up. Have you watched Harry Potter? I have seen the first one and the last scene of the last one (laughs) because my brother was watching it. Okay. I'm like, it's not that I like I think I wasn't yeah, able to yeah. watch it or read it when I was like seven or eight, but we yeah. had to read it as required reading in one of my middle school classes. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it was very weird. It was like seventh grade. So I read the first book, um, which someone in my class, their parents were like, they can't read this, so they had to read something else. Um yeah. very funny. That is Louisiana for you. Um, so I could – like, I'm at the point where I could watch it now, but I feel like I missed the magic of it as a kid. I never got into it as a kid, so like, yeah. I just – nothing is pushing me to watch it right now. Um, I'm sure it's a great franchise, probably one of the biggest franchises in the world, um, so I respect it, but one day I guess I'll watch it, but yeah, nothing's pushing me to watch it. So that was one of my costumes. Very easy, very simple. You just get, like, some tube socks, the Harry Potter um, – tie off of like amazon girls. a white yeah. button down i don't even think i had the robe and then i had like <laughs> a school girl skirt and i remember my mom texting me like why did you just order a school girl skirt I you just, have like, a yeah, wand? I yeah i got it from party City, okay. i think i was like I, I think like i lost the wand them. like sells it and then i wore glasses at the time um mm-hmm. so that like worked out and then i would say the other two that i've done have been like pretty cute like i get like i got compliments on them for being creative Mm -hmm. and also both very simple so like i repurpose a lot of my cost like pieces of my costume to like be something else so my other costume that i really liked was a girl scout i actually really like that costume it's very easy i already had a white button down I already had a khaki score from like being an orientation leader. Um and I literally ordered all I needed to order was a green sash from Amazon. Yeah. They have the Girl Scout buttons on Amazon. That's really really sold it because people are like, oh my gosh, were you a Girl Scout? Like, where'd you get these buttons? So yeah. Like, They're from Amazon. And then I ordered this like green beret. But I have mm-hmm. a really funny story. So I repurposed this costume because I did it, I think, my junior year of high school or maybe my junior year of college. And then I was going to New York, like Lexi and I were both in New York last year, um, but we were with different people. So I went to a couple Halloween costumes. <laughs> I mean, I went to a couple Halloween um, parties, and I like was like, I don't want to have to buy anything whenever I get to yeah. the city, like whatever. So I just was packing really fast. I accidentally packed my Harry Potter skirt with the Girl Scout. <laughs> oh yeah, hat. yeah, yeah. You told me this. And I was supposed to pack the khaki skirt. And so yeah. I literally have a picture. You guys, don't get me wrong. Like I looked cute. Like my body looked banging. But I literally like look like a Scottish dancer <laughs> because I had on a plaid a plaid skirt. Yeah. With this sash and the beret. The beret is what really made me look Scottish. And I remember being dressed and looking at my friend Sarah, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like I'm wearing the wrong skirt, and I look like a Scottish dancer." And she was like, "Oh my gosh, no, like you don't. You look great." I think she just like wanted to leave because we were running late. Um, and then I took a picture with my friend from high school, Reagan, and I was like, "No, I look Scottish." And I was at this party with people who I did not know who all went to UGA. And I was like, they probably think I'm crazy. Like, why do I look like this? Um, But yes, highly recommend the Girl Scout costume. Just make sure it's a tacky skirt, not a plaid skirt. And then my last costume was, which this is probably one of my favorites and like, honestly, a really good story. I was on Pinterest because I needed something to wear to a Beta Theta Pi party um, at SMU. And... (laughs) I came across this costume of the girl from Finding Nemo. I don't know what her name oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think uh, she had a name. No, she The dentist's daughter. Yeah. Um,
0: with the braces. Guys, it's the easiest costume ever. I think I used that plaid skirt. Um and the oh, Darla. Darla. Yes. Yeah. Um, plaid skirt. I think like a button-down shirt again. I literally what did I do? Oh, to make my braces, I got, I think, aluminum foil. Yeah, I remember and that. And I wrapped them around my glasses because I had glasses at the time. Um, and then <laughs> for my Nemo guys, obviously, this is for like if you're 21 or up. If I, I was not 21 at the time, I don't care. <laughs> um, actually, that was. I think I was junior? 21. I was 21. You had just I turned.
1: I had yeah, just turned
0: 21 her. because my birthday is in October and it was October 31st. Yeah. So I was drinking legally. Um, you get – this is the best part of the whole costume. You get a bag of wine. Mm-hmm. And this is the kicker. Like everyone loves the fact that you have a bag of wine and you put a picture of Nemo on it and you just tape it on there. I recommend duct yeah. tape because the picture of Nemo came off multiple times. Um and then uh, you just go around with the bag, and everyone, like, takes pulls from it. Um, now, I don't recommend, now that we are in a post-COVID world, I – well, not post. I don't really. we yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, in a yeah. post-COVID was introduced to the world. Yeah. Um, I don't recommend maybe passing it around, giving it to everybody you see. This was pre-COVID, obviously, um, like, right before COVID, actually, which is really fun. Yeah. Now. Um, this probably started COVID. I can't even lie. I, so many people drank out of this wine bag. I'm 99% sure I got mono, like, because (laughs) a couple days afterwards, my voice was gone. My throat was hurting. Like, I was down bad. I had a fever. I was still going to class, like, whatever. But that was my best Halloween costume. And to this day, like, I probably would still redo it to this day. Um, I think it only really works for college because you can walk around with a wine bag. Um, I also had to like drain the bag before we went to a venue because obviously they weren't going to let me in with a bag of wine. Um, yeah, but it was gone by the time we left. Um, and yeah, that's probably my favorite ones. I wouldn't do it. I don't think I do it as an adult because you can't walk around with a bag of wine. Yeah. It was like, great. I mean, unless like, it was like, like a house party, maybe. Yeah. If it was a house right. party, but then it's like, it, it would be sitting down somewhere. Like, but yeah. if you were in college, highly recommend, like it was a party favorite. So those are our wrecks.
1: Yeah, those are good. So yeah, I guess takeaway: if you do group costumes, start planning early because you know that oh, yeah. takes a so while. Well.
0: I was never um, a group costume early, but if you're doing solo,
1: well. yeah. I think I was gonna say also on the topic of like the wine bag make me think. My friend Micah, she also did it once where she was like a nurse and she had like the IV mm, thing, but like funny. the IV was filled with alcohol too. um So like people are getting creative on how they can you know, pre-game to get it all together and making it work. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, and then I think we're going to talk through what we were thinking of this year's costume idea.
1: Yeah. Again, as of right now, I mean, it's what? Halloween's like five weeks away. Um, I don't have any plans, although I do have a couple friends that have large places where they live. So I'm hoping that someone, maybe they're listening to this podcast right now, will offer to host something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right now I'm thinking of potentially still staying on, like, a partner-esque type costume. Mm-hmm. Um, my boyfriend Noah is really into Spongebob. Like, not in, like, a <laughs> weirdo type way, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> saying that out loud is kind of funny. Um, like, I don't know. Like, he just still really likes Spongebob. It's not anywhere, like, in the apartment or anything like that, but, like, he enjoys it as a show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we were actually, we were eating pizza the other day and we were watching it and I was looking at Spongebob and I was like, oh, like this actually like has potential to be a fit, you know, mm-hmm. like it's very simple, like his white shirt, his like, again, like khaki type bottoms, socks, shoes, whatever. Um, so I was thinking that I could be Spongebob. My thought there is like, I have this like cropped white button up, you know, those like khaki, like mew, mew skirts, of course mm-hmm. I would pay for a knockoff, um, yeah. I already got some high socks. I got my low top Doc Martens, which I feel like are essentially like the same exact shoe that Spongebob has on. A little tie, you know, little 50 cent at the thrift store. Um, and then I told Noah that he could be Patrick if he wanted to. Um, if he's um, interested in other Spongebob characters, that's fine. But I feel like I have things that are work- that would work and are easy to get for Spongebob. So. Yeah, I think I recommended
0: Mer- Mermaid Man and Bartokal Boy because I've seen that one a couple of times. Um, but... Yeah. Fun fact for the Miu Miu dupe, um, I think Abercrombie sells them. Because whenever I was planning my outfits for Europe, I saw a khaki mini skirt.
1: I, That's good for other people. I don't think I'll be spending that much on it because I don't think I'd wear it probably really ever again.
0: Um, oh, yeah, I'm just putting it out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I said that. That's good. But, well, like, yeah, because or, it's
0: trending right now, so I think like everywhere has
1: them. It's like buying them. Yeah. I'll yeah. um, still to probably the thrift store is my my go-to but yeah that's good for you yeah so that's a thought again don't know if it'll happen don't know if i'm going anywhere i don't know if i have plans but that's a thought
0: yeah also same um, halloween i think i would have just gotten back from europe and austin because i'm going to the f1 yep. race so that'll probably be my first weekend back in dallas and sitting still for a second before i go to new york in november um don't have any plans right now. Open to plans. So if you know me, feel free to invite me to anything. <laughs> but I have like some thoughts. I don't think they're like fleshed out. Have I ordered anything? No. Probably won't order anything anytime soon. But some ones that stuck out to me or that were probably easy are going to be Chem Possible because I think I'd be comfortable. Um, Velma or Daphne in high school for homecoming week we had like movie character day or something and mm-hmm. i did velma cuz i wore glasses back then and i think i could do like uh more adult velma this year yeah um daphne could be fun cuz i could like lean into maybe i could get like a blonde wig or something um, i do want barbie. a wig i've never worn a wig yeah I've um
1: never
0: and then i had barbie But I don't know how I feel about that. I think everyone's going to be Barbie this year because that movie's coming out. So that one's kind of like last on my list. But those are my ideas. Not fully fleshed out. Like I said, I'm not super into Halloween, so it's probably going to be a last-minute game decision for me. Yeah. But yeah, we hope we provided some good ideas for your planning Some inspo. Yeah. Yeah. But with that, we will transition – the bulk of the episode um so we had gotten this request honestly a while ago but we also had thought about discussing it to begin with so yeah it was just further validation that we should do the episode and I think it just kept getting pushed and pushed (laughs) but now we are finally sitting down and talking all things finances which yeah um I think is a good conversation to have Mm-hmm. I will preface and say that I am a little bit nervous to talk about finances, considering that I am not a financial counselor. There's still so much that I personally can learn about managing my money in mm-hmm. finances. Um, and I think the same can be said for Lexi. I think we're still figuring that area of our life out, um, especially prioritizing like what we want to spend money on, the things that we are looking The financial goals that we have etc but we definitely think that it is definitely an area of life that people in our age range and even above like still deal with so we wanted to discuss it a little bit today
1: yeah I think just reiterating kind of what Victoria said is like I don't think honestly really any of our episodes are like hey we're giving you like advice like I think we're definitely like this is what we've encountered like this is how we handle it like this is what's worked for us. This episode is definitely not advice. I think it's more so just talking through like what the transition into like managing money as a young adult has kind of looked like. Um but yeah, I'm not giving you a list of like things you should do necessarily and like how to do them because you can't come back and quote me on this episode. <laughs> um yeah. for like what what happened. But yeah, I don't know. I think the conversation is important. I think people our age too are starting to be more comfortable with the idea of talking about it. I think like my parents and probably generations before it was very like hush, hush thing. Like it's rude to mm-hmm. ask about, which I, that can still be said for sure. Like, I don't think it's common or necessarily like, um, yeah, like common in society to just go around talking about it openly. Um, but again, I think conversation is important because it helps prepare you for stuff. I think it also like, people get, like, fucked over, essentially, like, people get messed over, because people are quiet, and they don't talk about it, Um, yeah, and so just, like, no one knows what to do, like, no one knows when they're getting, like, shorthanded, or or whatever else, and so, yeah, I don't know, I think the conversation is important, and I think, like, as the years go on, like, it'll start, I I feel like I'm seeing a shift of, like, people are talking about it more, which I think can be super helpful,
0: but yeah, and then also want to iterate that, being responsible with your money and your finances mm-hmm. honestly looks different for every single person. For example, some people have debt, some people don't. Some people are prioritizing saving for a house, some people yeah. like to travel. Um, it honestly just varies person to person. And these are just Lexi and I's experiences. Mm-hmm. And not really, it's not like a blanket statement or blanket yeah. advice whenever we're going into this. But yeah, I think we can jump in and get the discussion started.
1: Yeah. I think when we were kind of planning out the episode, you know, we had a lot of like subtopics that we were going to talk about. um, But we thought it might make the most sense to start with just like, I don't know, like the transition to like having money for real. I think Mm -hmm. we both worked. Actually, my job wasn't minimum wage. I don't think it started at minimum wage, but like, you know, obviously like hourly, like low paying jobs in high school and you know, we'd get like, or at least me, like I'd get like a $150, 200 paycheck and like thought that I was set for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, getting like little paychecks like that, like not really having an understanding of how fast money can go, whether you like it or not, as you transition into like an actual salary um, was just like, a weird, a weird transition. I really have like no financial responsibilities. At least I didn't really have any in high school. My parents didn't make me like pay for anything that wasn't just for fun. Yeah, um, same. to suddenly like paying for everything. Granted, my parents still pay my phone bill, thank God, and my yeah, car insurance. Same. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a, it's a it's a big adjustment.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> for me that was the where I kind of got in a little bit of trouble with my finances yeah. um, because I always had this mindset of like, I've been working since I was 16 no, years old. Literally. Like I, I know what having a paycheck looks like. I know that I'm going to mm-hmm. have taxes taken out. Um, I know, I know how to manage my money. Like I know it's going to work out like, yeah, but it is so different. Getting your very first paycheck, seeing that big jump from maybe like three hundred to four hundred dollars, which you used to think yeah. was like the pinnacle of making money.
1: No, like <laughs> I was all ready you to had to pay mall, for.
0: Like- yeah, when all you had to pay for was your Chick-fil-A on the way to school. Um, to I remember my first paycheck was one, my first paycheck, and also a sign on bonus. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I thought I was a big balling with my 5k sign on bonus and my like very first paycheck. Yeah. Um, and I thought I was being so smart. I was like, I'm gonna put half of it away. Like, I'm gonna invest some of it, I'm gonna save some of it. And like, I'll have a couple like hundred to like, like spend. And yeah. literally I blew through that check like so fast because you think the world is at your fingertips whenever you get literally. your first adult paycheck. You're like, yeah, let's go to dinner. Like, let's go get drinks. I'm an adult. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, you're not really like bin mowing and nickeling and diming everybody. Like, you yeah, used to in college it's, it's on me. It's like, on me. I got it. Yeah. I got it. To be like, yeah. oh, can you send me $2 for the Uber? Like, you're like, oh, no, like I'll get the XL. It's not a big deal. Yeah that catches up to you very fast Fast, Um, and we kind of wanted to talk about like what that actually means whenever you get your first paychecks, because Mm -hmm. also for a lot of people, whenever, let's say you, you do um, get your first offer for a a salaried position, Mm -hmm. they're going to present you with this very big annual number. That'll be like your annual salary for the year. And it's going to sound like, for the most part, like a a pretty decent big number. Yeah. Um, And we kind of just wanted to talk about like what that actually looks like in reality um, versus like saying having like a $75,000 salary, what that paycheck looks like and what it happens between your job giving you the paycheck and it being deposited in your account. So (laughs) –
1: Yeah, I think that, like, I, like, like Victoria said, too, like, I had worked through high school, I had, I, we both had multiple jobs, like, throughout college, um, again, at least for me, everything was hourly, so it was, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I remember getting my offer letter for my first job, I'm still at this job, um, and I was, like, I was beaming, I was jumping, like, I was (laughs) jumping for joy, like, I thought it was so great. (laughs) Which I mean, it was still so like it put me in a good position. I think as soon as I graduated, but it was around like $50,000. Um, and I was like, oh my God, this is great. Like, I went to actually, let me do the math right now because I thought that I was really like, I thought my bank account was going to look a lot different than it did. So I remember being like, okay, $50,000 divided by 12. Um, okay, that gives me $4,000 a month. I was like, oh my God, like, you know, and some change. I was like, oh my God, like, yeah. this is great. Like, I can spend like X amount of money on rent. Like I can live all these nice Mm -hmm. places, like whatever. Um, (laughs) No, just no. Um, I was not making like, and for me to be like, oh, I was not making anywhere near that much a month. It's like, wasn't that drastic, but it was not, not what I thought it was going to be. I think also too, I, I had to enroll in benefits like through Mm -hmm. my company right away, which not that that's a ton of money. Um, but it's like little things like that I feel like add up. Oh, they um, add up so much. They add up so fast. And again, too, I had also, and Victoria, you can also attest to this, like I had been living in an apartment for a while at that point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I already I knew like, okay, sure, like I'll pay for rent and then I'll pay for um, you know, like electricity and like internet. Mm-hmm. And so little things like that weren't a huge surprise to me. I did also live on my own for the first time, like as soon as I graduated. So that mm-hmm. was also, also a little true. bit more expensive than I was. Um expecting but yeah it really was just like a wake-up call because I remember getting my first paycheck and being like oh is this for like one <laughs> week or like what <laughs> like I was just I was just confused and I feel like I wasn't really prepared whether that was I'm sure people have said something to me before I'm sure I sat in I mean I don't know I took finance classes I don't know if that has anything to do with it I but like know. I should have known I feel like I was probably given that information at some point in my life but like I just saw the offer and I was like, like I'm set for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I thought I was good.
0: I think some important things that like Lexi touched on is a lot of the times if you're in a salaried role, not all the time, but a lot of the times the company will also offer benefits to sign up for.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and benefits, there are a lot of them, honestly, mm-hmm. also depends on the company. Like some people's benefits are great. I will say like my company has really great benefits that yeah, I take I advantage of also like their tax deductions. So like it's pre-taxed money, so like mm-hmm. why not? Um, some of those things that like you have the option to enroll in depending on the company. Um, actually, let's rewind. Let's start with the fact that taxes get taken out of your account be or get taken out of your paycheck because also your location depends on how much tax, mm-hmm. how much money of taxes gets taken out of your paycheck. Lexi and I are both very privileged and lucky. Some people might say the opposite. If you're on Twitter, you might be like, oh, you're not lucky to live in Texas. But when it comes to finances, we are very lucky to live in Texas because Texas is one of the only states that does not do state taxes that come out of your paycheck. And
1: -hmm. you don't
0: have to pay state taxes when you do your taxes at the end of the year or In April, Um, so that is nice, and we actually like get to keep more of our paycheck than, for instance, my colleagues in New York have to. Um, On the flip side, if you live in New York City, you have federal taxes taken out, so Social Security, Medicaid, Mm -hmm. Medicare, whatever. You have state taxes taken out, which would be New York taxes, and then you also have good old New York City taxes which is crazy and absurd to me. I feel like that should be illegal. Um, You have three different levels of taxes. And I would say people in New York probably see like the least amount of their paycheck. Um, Mm -hmm. So that is something to also take into consideration if you are planning on moving somewhere or you take an offer somewhere um, in another location. So yeah, just take that into consideration when it comes to the negotiation process of your salary. Mm -hmm. If you live somewhere like New York City, you're going to see a lot less of your paycheck just from the taxes portion, like not even (laughs) enrolling in benefits. And then on the other side of that, if you do choose to enroll in benefits, you have things like health insurance, which you would think that that is just one overarching cost. No, it's broken down into medical insurance, which is just your PCP and any other doctor you may go see. Then you have dental insurance, yeah, And then you have eye insurance, vision insurance. I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the offer the offer to sign up for a healthcare savings account. Um, most people don't know what that is. I highly recommend enrolling in a mm-hmm. healthcare savings account. One, it's pre-taxed dollars, which if you don't know what that means, that means that the money from your paycheck – before the government takes out taxes, it's what's going to your high or your um, healthcare savings account. So, like honestly, you wouldn't have seen the money anyways, really. And the money that gets taxed from your paycheck is like after all that comes out. If that makes any sense, I don't know if I'm explaining this in a really good way. But it's like you're kind of finessing the government by signing up for it because you're not getting as much yeah. taken out taxes because your paycheck is lower because it's going to the benefits. Yeah. So, like, that's why I recommend doing it. I personally put $1,000 a year. I think it <laughs> depends on the person. Okay, it does depend I on the person. <laughs> a, yeah, I put $1,000 a year because, guys, like, it's broken up per paycheck. So, like, it's, it's yeah. every two weeks. Like, it's not that big of a difference that I'm, like, losing from my account. One, two. I use my healthcare savings account to pay for my mm-hmm. prescriptions. So if you have kind of expensive prescriptions, which I actually don't, my prescriptions are pretty cheap. Um, you can use it to pay for your prescriptions. You can use it to pay for your copay at the doctor. You can mm-hmm. use it to pay for like your labs. You can use it to pay for for some healthcare healthcare savings accounts. You can use it to pay for feminine hygiene products, which is like really nice. Yeah. Um. So, like, I get the full use of my healthcare savings account. I think it just depends on what you're going to use it for. Last year, I used 800 of my $1,000 towards my LASIK payment, which is mm-hmm. how I, like, got LASIK for a really good price because LASIK is typically around $4,000, and I had a chunk of it just paid off from my healthcare savings account, and it was money that – it felt like it was free, essentially, because I was yeah. like, I'm not seeing it to begin with, so it's fine. Um, So you can definitely use it to your benefit, Mm -hmm. play on words. But um, those are other things that are deducting money from your paycheck as well. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have like the option to invest your money in a retirement account or 401k. Everyone has the choice to do so or not. I personally believe that everyone should be doing it from the second that you get a job. Not everyone's priority, obviously. I know plenty of people who are our age who have never contributed a dollar to a 401k, and that's mm-hmm. their choice. Um, but right before I got my very first job was when those, like, financial TikToks started going yeah. viral of being like, if you start investing $200 in your 401k age, at, 19, at, this age, yeah. at 19 years old, by the time you're 40, you'll be a millionaire, like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was doing math, and I was like, yeah, they're kind of on to something. So then I just um, contribute the highest amount that Mm -hmm. Fidelity lets me contribute, which is 10%. Honestly, it's really not that much money. (laughs) So, um, And depending on your company, most companies do a 401k match Mm. at the end of the year or some point in the year. Um, My person – like my company – chooses what percentage they do based off of how well the agency does but it's always a minimum 10 percent. i think they did like 12 or 13 last year so like having as much money yeah having as much money in your 401k is honestly the best in my opinion the best thing that you can do because it's money that you're never touching um for the most part you can't like take it out until you're like 60 or something um Hmm. and if your company is matching it like that's free money so the more money that you put in the more money that your company is matching, and then you have more money in your account. So it sucks to see your paycheck after all these yeah. things get taken out, but knowing where they go is also important because you can pick and choose like what is of importance to you. Like to you, yeah. you might still be on your parents' insurance until you're 25, so it's not in your best interest to enroll in health insurance when you have that for free already. I'm literally double insured because I have my family's health insurance that I have till I'm 25, and then I have mine because if one didn't go through, I have my parents that can cover the other Mm -hmm. part, Um, but some people just choose to stay on their parents. so It just depends on what you want to prioritize when it comes – do you want your full paycheck, as much of your paycheck as possible? Then you probably won't enroll in those things, but that was my spiel on benefits, things that get taken out of your paycheck because – like Lexi, I was very confused when I got my first paycheck, and I was like, "This yeah. is a lot less than I thought it was going to be. This is not what I calculated online."
1: Yeah, I think it's also so. I just I, I feel like I talk about this forever. I have so many thoughts. Um, I think another thing is like I did not, and I'm not going to speak for Victoria, but like I did not know how any of this worked, or like really what any of it meant when I first started mm-hmm. working. Like I think in my offer letter, you know, it outlines like, hey, like this is your salary and like you also get X, Y, and Z. And it was like something after comma, like comma, something, comma, something, like I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I came from like a, like I feel like I came from like a well-off, I mean, not like well-off by some people's definitions, but like I've mentioned this on other episodes, but um, both my parents were like in the military, like whatever, And it was also very interesting to have that conversation with my parents because they also didn't really know what any of it meant, not because they're not educated, but in their career path, like that wasn't really applicable. Like Mm -hmm. they didn't have to sit down and like pick what their plan was. Like they were told this is what you Mm get. Um, And so I remember asking my dad, I'm like, well, because even, okay, this is something else. Like even when you enroll in benefits and especially when it comes to like medical insurance, right? like choosing a deductible or Mm -hmm. I remember I have to choose every year. I have to choose like what sub coverage I want. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, but it's like it has something to do with like hospital stays or Mm -hmm. something about um, like if you get like a really bad – like if you get injured really badly. And like I don't – I can't even reiterate it to you at this point, but I remember um, because my parents – I don't live in the same city as my parents, but like I was like screen sharing with my dad and we were like reading through it together. They use all of this legal jargon that mm-hmm. I don't think is super easy to understand um, unless you're like really in that world. But I remember like we were like screen sharing and like reading stuff word for word because we just like didn't even really know how to pick it. And granted, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very healthy, I would say for the most – like I've never had any like – I don't have any debilitating – or even Mm -hmm. any really medical issues or concerns, I don't know. So I can only imagine what it's like for people who, like that is like a huge concern for them, like on day to day. Um, So it's okay if you don't know, it's okay if your parents don't know, like it's one of those things that's kind of annoying. It is actually very annoying, but it'll take time to figure out. And it's one of those things I think you learn through experience. Um, Like, it's not like you're gonna sit down and like pick the perfect plan and like, that'll be it. Because even Victoria and I talk about it too, like how our payments vary, like when we go to the doctor, like when we Mm -hmm. we talk about this a little bit, like when we see our therapist, like how payments Mm -hmm. differ there. Victoria also talked about (laughs) how much she contributes to her healthcare savings account. Mm -hmm. I think I contribute the minimum. Like, I think because Victoria had like a set dollar amount for the year, I think I contribute like $15 a paycheck or something like that, Mm -hmm. Um, which is so funny because I get an email like, Every two weeks being like, oh, this is what (laughs) your, like, this is what your balance is or whatever. But it still works out fine because like I said too, it's nice when, you know, I get a bill from like, you know, getting like blood work done, you know, I can just Mm -hmm. use that card or whatever. Um, You might also hear something, I think it's FSA, which is like a flexible savings account. Yeah. um, Which is kind of similar, but also kind of different. um, But it kind of works towards the same purpose. And I even know too, I've seen it because we get emails about it from work sometimes There are websites that have all like HSA and FSA approved products Mm -hmm. on there. Um, I think also depending on your healthcare savings account, which I think this might be the difference between an FSA and HSA. um, Yeah. Like whether or not it rolls over.
0: Yeah. I think I actually have an FSA. I
1: think, I think, and I just pulled it up like while we were talking. I think FSA, so flexible spending account does not, roll over maybe
0: I don't know yeah this, again back to us, we're I'm not giving in, you advice
1: we're not giving you advice but. whatever
0: I'm in doesn't roll over that's why I was like I might as well go yeah, ahead and okay. get my LASIK because I was like yeah. I I'm not gonna have the $800 next year so I might as well just go ahead and use it
1: and that's the thing too yeah so that's why I brought up the um like the the websites right because you can go because they also have like they have like I think sunscreen and like yeah facial products and like all that kind of stuff that you know, they qualify for. Um, So that's just good to know too, especially if you're like, if you signed up and like are putting money away, but you don't really know where it's going or what it's for. Um, And then, so I also wanted to touch on the 401Ks and just like retirements in general. I do think it is really hard to see that money getting like taken out of your paycheck, especially when you think Mm -hmm. about like all the stuff that you, you know, I could be paying off my credit card. Like I could be having fun, like I could be doing whatever. But I feel like for me, I have to constantly remind myself that I have these extra savings accounts outside of when I open like my Chase app and I see what's mm-hmm. in my checking account and I see what's in my savings account. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> I'm, I'm 24, like I have no money, which I do. Yeah. Um, But like sometimes I have to remind myself that like I do have money saved somewhere. I also have mm-hmm. free money going into that account back to your point about, you know, getting stuff matched. Um, But yeah, I really, really recommend it as well because I feel like it takes so much pressure off Mm -hmm. of like you physically moving that money which it it sounds really easy okay sure Mm -hmm. open the app pick a number put it in the savings account it sounds easy theoretically it's easy you you move your thumb maybe four times to press the buttons (laughs) but yeah I don't know I just feel like such a weight and like so much Mm -hmm. pressure just lifted off my shoulders that like I do not have to consciously like make the decision or feel bad about how much I am or am not putting into like certain savings accounts each month because like yeah. that is literally taken care of for me. Um, which, yeah, I think that approach is just so much easier mentally, like just having it taken out and like looking at your paycheck is like, okay, this is money I can spend because yeah. I'm covered in all these other areas. Um, but then again, yeah, it is hard to sometimes I'd be like, oh,
0: when I look at like the yeah. total number. I am very much so an out of sight, out of mind person Especially when it comes to my finances, like, which I don't think that's something to be embarrassed about because I, no, I not I, at all. I used to be embarrassed about it in the sense of like, I am not good at budgeting my money if I have it all in one place. Mm-hmm. I physically have to move it to somewhere where I cannot see. I know that not everybody is like this. I know some people are really good about staying strict on a budget. That is not the type of person that I am. Yeah. I am going to go ahead and say it. I love spending money. I I get such a thrill out of buying things, purchasing things, spending money that's not my money, Mm -hmm. spending money that is my money. And if I see it in my account, chances are, like, I'm probably going to spend it. I've gotten a little bit better about it now that I've had big things coming up that I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. I need to be budgeting for this or I've like checked my credit card statement and been like, we've been spending a little bit more money than we thought we were.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But I'm the type of person. Um. I'm sure some people have like heard of a high yield savings account before, probably on TikTok. Um. It's kind of confusing, but in layman's terms, it's literally just a separate savings account that has a higher interest rate than what your typical savings account would have, like mm-hmm. through Chase. I got one of those. And that was such a game changer for me because that is my prime example of out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. I obviously have my money pre-paycheck like, that goes to my 401k that I don't touch. And then as soon as – well, I was, I was being really good about this. I can't say the last time I put money in my high yield. But when I would get paid, I would take a chunk of my paycheck and I would automatically move it to my high yield savings account because I knew I wouldn't mm-hmm. touch it. I knew that it was getting a higher interest rate. And fun fact, the longer that your money is in your high yield savings account, the more your interest rate goes up. So I have Marcus by Goldman Sachs and they email me probably every couple of months to like let me know that my interest rate has increased. And again, I'm not touching that money for the most part. If I do, it's like every now and then to like pay a credit card bill because I know that that account has money in it. Um, And then I put a little bit into my savings just so it could be there for immediate needs if I were to like for instance, have car troubles and, like, I need to pay for something immediately and I don't want to put on my credit card. Yeah. Um, Like, quick, like, things that need to be pulled from my savings. But then, like, for longer-term savings, I use my high-yield savings account. Um, And then my checking, I'm the type of person who is, like, what is in my checking is what I can spend. And I will use up a good chunk of my checking (laughs) because I'm, like, okay. Like, I've accounted for my savings account. And for my Marcus. So like everything else that is in my checking, I wish I was better about this to be like, oh, I at least have some of my checking. 90% of the time, like <laughs> it's not super high. <laughs> I saw this TikTok of someone on TCU's campus and he was asking how much money they had in their checking account. And the yeah. girl was like, oh, I have like 9K. Like, oh, I have 30K. Like, And I know Lexi, like you have a pretty decent amount in your checking account too. And I was reading the comments and everybody else was like, yeah, I do not have that much money in my bank, my checking account. And I don't either. Like my, my savings in my, um, high yield, like look okay, but mm-hmm. my checking account is never going to get to like, <laughs> to that point just because I'm literally like, this is what I use to like spend money. And if I see it in there, yeah, I'm going to spend it. I literally have to physically move it somewhere else to not spend my money. And I know that everyone's not like that, but that's how I am.
1: I do think, though, that's, like, a good trait to have because I used to, like, I used to be so scared of, like, seeing my checking account get to a certain number, yeah. and I was never, like, even in high school or in, like, early college, like, I was never the type to be, like, like, I don't think I've ever had zero dollars in my checking account oh, except for, like, when I first opened. Like, I've oh, never overdrafted. I've never whatever,
0: oh, and I think that was that. something,
1: like, my parents, like, my parents really... Not that they scared me, but I think that kind of goes back to the the thing about, like, we never really talked about money. And so I just didn't, like, I was like, oh, if it's not there, then, like, I don't have anything. Like, I'm going to be poor. I'm I'm not going to be able to afford to live anywhere. Like, I would scare Mm -hmm. myself into these situations. And honestly, it wasn't until recently, probably within, like, the last six months to a year to where I was, like, like... You don't. Nothing good really comes out of money just sitting in your checking account. Which, exactly. again, take that with a grain of salt. I have not done research. I, I don't really <laughs> know what I'm talking about. But it's just like, like I would just have money in my checking account just for the sake of having money in my checking account. But then back mm-hmm. to your point about because even some like regular savings accounts, um, you still get interest on. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah like sure. I think yeah. So even like okay, whether that extra two thousand dollars is in my checking account or in my savings account like it'll sit in my checking account and like depreciate because one Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be scared of like touching it anyway and two girl especially with inflation that that doesn't go as far (laughs) as it used to um so it's like it could be sitting idle in my checking account or it could be sitting idle in my savings account or it could be like that's extra money i could put into like retirement or something like that Mm -hmm. but i just used to be so scared and like i would just be like if i have nothing in my checking account like i have no money and again that's Mm -hmm. not true um mm-hmm. so I've tried to be better about like okay like I have all this extra money sitting in my chain account let's just pay off the credit card or let's like just mm-hmm. put this in savings because I guess for me it was kind of like a security blanket mm-hmm. um but as I'm learning more about money and like passive income and all of that like it's th- and that also just goes back to kind of our point at the beginning where like managing money looks different for everybody exactly um whether it's like about your relationship with money, how much you know about it or not, because I feel like it shouldn't be as hard as it is to like learn and understand, which mm-hmm. whew, that's a whole other topic about like, you know, financial education and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I said, it's different for everybody because had you told me like a year and a half ago that it's okay to have even like $500 in your checking account, like I would be like, I would be scared by hearing something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so it just comes with like, that's, and even to the point about it comes with time and experience and you have to figure out what works for you. And maybe even listening to us, like you might think none of this is helpful and like, <laughs> sorry, we tried. Um, but again, it's just so different for everybody. So, yeah,
0: I think he made a good point. Um, I remember this so vividly. Um, so whereas Lexi said that sh- her account has never been overdrafted or been in the negatives, I can attest that my account has been in the negatives multiple times in college and in high school, Um, Mm -hmm. which i that's a privilege for me to say because I'm about to like follow that up with something. But I think that I was very lucky that I have parents who, or I grew up in a comfortable household Mm -hmm. where if I did run into a situation, I, one, had parents who were looking at my account to begin with to be, like, Mm -hmm. hey, your account's getting really low. Like, let me put money in it. Or who did see whenever it overdrafted and were, like, they would give me kind of, like, a fair warning and be, like, you really need to be better about managing your money. Yeah. But then would, like, still give me money. Um, Or if I had, like, a credit card bill or something Mm -hmm. and I didn't have enough money to pay for it, like, my parents would give me the money to pay for it. Or if I was about to go on a trip or something, like, they would always – provide that for me um to an extent I will say I enabled like my spending habits my behavior etc mm-hmm. and I think that that's where you and I both differ because you were yeah. pretty independent with your finances in college um my parents paid my rent my senior year of college when I had an apartment um and I would constantly have those conversations with them or in the sense yeah. of them saying like You really need to, like, be better about saving your money, et cetera. And I was like, yeah, when I get my first job, like, I'm going to be so good about saving money. And I think I felt the need to prove something to them Mm, because they did have to save me so much. When I was in college and high school, you guys, I was (laughs) – I remember this so vividly in high school. I used to (coughs) transfer money from my (laughs) savings to my checking, like, all the time because – When I was in high school, my mom has a savings account for, like, my very first, like, bank account. It's, like, with a credit union. And she would automatically, like, put money in that account. I think she didn't know that it was going in there. And mind you, it wasn't that much money, but like mm-hmm. I would transfer money like <laughs> every like two weeks. And I didn't know that you get charged for multiple like transfers yeah. from your savings to your checking.
1: Yeah, but one you.
0: time. Yeah, one time my mom was like, Why are you transferring because I there was a good amount of money in that savings account yeah. and I ran that savings account drive because <laughs> I was transferring money. And once my mom found out, she like I got in so much trouble and she was like That you need to be better About spending your money Like Mind you Like I don't even know What I was spending my money on In high school I think I was Chick-fil-a maybe Clothes maybe Like going to the movies Mm -hmm. I don't know what I was spending it on Um, Same thing with college Which is funny Because now that I'm older I'm like How was I affording Yeah To go out As much as I did in college I think I go out Maybe once a month Twice a month If I'm crazy now Um, And Every single time I have any transaction, it is adding up in my head. I said $10 drink, another $12 drink, $12 Uber there, $12 Uber back. I'm like, mm, yeah. that's like a $70 night. Like, I'm I no, not even I am, saying in.
1: I'm chasing happy hours. I am chasing
0: yes. counts. And in like, college, I was ripping and running in Ubers. I was – yeah. At the frat parties, granted, I was getting drunk there, but was buying drinks, like, at the venue, was going out to eat every single day because I didn't want to eat in the dining hall. And I'm like, where was this money coming from? I guess from my parents, but yeah. I never remember my bank account looking, like, super high. And now I'm like, maybe it's the inflation, but I'm like, I can barely even get the groceries sometimes. I got to put yeah, that no Oh, the no. Room. We were
1: talking – no, I was, like, I was literally saying we were talking about this. I was like, I – have full respect and understanding for my parents every single time we'd go to Target, we'd go to the grocery <laughs> store. Um even oh my God bro I hated I hated and she knows this I hated going back to school shopping with my mom. Um because it would be like you know when you're in um elementary school or even like middle school I feel like to some respect and like you'd go to Target and they'd have the list of like if you go to this school like mm-hmm. the supplies you need or whatever. Um so you know they'd say stuff like four folders, right? Like mm-hmm. a folder for each subject and it would be, you know, the folders that were maybe like 150 each and they had like rainbows on it. And then it would be like the 29 cent folders that were made of paper. They were like the up and up brand or whatever. <laughs> Um, And I remember I would like try to grab the cute stuff and my mom would be like, no, like my mom would always be like telling me to grab the cheaper item. And I would get so mad, bro, all my composition books, black and white, which is funny now because that's probably what I choose as an adult. Um, But that was never fun when you were young. But then my dad, I like I love the years that my dad was taking back to school shopping. My mom just knew not to fight it because he was the type that would be like you can like figure it out yourself and he would go look at electronics or something. <laughs> so I'd come back with like all the sparkly, like cute stuff and he wouldn't know the difference or even, yeah, like grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom to be like, no, like you don't need the 16 pack of pop tarts. Like you can get the four pack and like that will last you for however long. Um, because yeah, very recently I've been playing the same thing. I know Victoria has too, of just being like, Oh my gosh. Really yeah, like, I, I don't never this. used to be like that, but like there. It literally wasn't until like this year Yes, like there have like
0: been that. some moments where I've been like, you know what, this pair of sweatpants at Target, I don't need it. I said, I don't need the little thing from Ulta on the way out. I don't yeah. need a cute little drink. I'm in here. And I have started making lists. And I stick yes, to the list. same. And I'm like, this is what I'm going to eat for the next two to three days. I know I'm eating out on Friday, like, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd be that person. But here I am. All of that to say, I think I got on a tangent. Um... I used to compare myself to you, Lexi, because like you were very independent and I felt like you managed money very well. Mm-hmm. And whereas you would never let your bank account go below a certain um, number, I was very, I don't even really want to say reckless with my spending. I just was like very carefree just because I never really had to worry about it Yeah, in the sense of like, Oh, well, I know if my account goes down, like, I can text my parents. um, Mm -hmm. But definitely felt this unwarranted pressure. I don't think that's the right wording. I The self-inflicted pressure on myself to prove to my parents that I could do it and that I could make my money and not ask them for money. And I did pretty well for my first year outside of school. Um, I never asked them for money, like – I was pretty good about saving to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I blew through my my sign-on bonus pretty fast. If I could go back and change some things, I would have told myself not to buy a couple of the things that I bought. I couldn't even tell you some of the things that I bought. Um, but that first year was really tough, um, and I dealt with yeah. like, a lot of internal struggles of like not wanting – being too prideful to ask yeah. for help from my parents. Because, like I said, I I felt like I had something to prove to them. Um, But I've learned so much about my spending habits and my financial goals. And I've learned to not compare myself to other people Mm -hmm. when it comes to my own finances. Just because we say this probably in every episode, but we are all in such different stages of life right now. I have friends who have bought houses, who have bought apartments who have airbnbs as like passive income i have friends and like where as like that's their goal like that's their financial goal whereas like that's not something that i want right now i barely even Mm -hmm. know if i want to stay in dallas for another year let alone buy a house um i have friends that love to travel and i think that that is one of my priorities right now um and i think that that is something one that i always get asked is like how are you always gone Mm -hmm. how are you always going somewhere and it's literally like just what I prioritize I have friends that prioritize socializing and they want to go out every single weekend we just are all spending our money in different ways the same amount of money that you're spending to go out every single weekend Friday Saturday Sunday um and like get plastered which is totally fine like do whatever you want is the same money that I'm using to buy a ticket to go to Europe like it literally is just kind of what you want to do with that and there's nothing wrong i think everyone thinks that there's a cookie cutter way of how you're supposed to manage mm-hmm. your money granted there is a budget that, like principle that you can follow like 50, ter- 50 30 <laughs> 50 <laughs> 30, 30 20 rule yeah. where it's like needs wants like savings mm-hmm. but um when it comes to like what you actually want to do with your money with those wants it's kind of a free game like and that's kind of the great thing about being an adult is like you have free will to spend your money yeah. however you want to. Um, and I've kind of just reframed my own thinking to be like, okay, well, just because they have a house and you don't doesn't mean that you're behind. Like right. you, you have the steps in place to support yourself in the future and like save for the future. You're mm-hmm. doing – I, would I say I'm doing the most for myself? No, but I definitely think I'm doing enough to set my myself up for success, for like what I want right now. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, and I think too, it's okay to like not really know even what you want or like what you want to prioritize because I think similarly to, you know, this like huge transition of like you know even when you go from high school to college, like oh suddenly you have all this time, you have all this freedom. I feel like you go through a similar kind of resurgence, like after you graduate. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like, you've never even really had the option to decide how you wanted to spend your money like that, especially if you did have to prioritize like school or, you know, rent or whatever, stuff like that. Not that that's not a priority now, but again, Mm -hmm. everything is kind of like expanded. Um, I think also for me, I, something I'm also learning to let go of is like, you are going to make mistakes regardless, Mm -hmm. like whether it's with, money or anything else you experience in adulthood, I feel like anytime I had tried to ask people who were older than me about money, um, especially kind of in this transitionary period, a lot of the conversation was about, like, oh, my God, like, I was so stupid with my money. And Mm -hmm. if I were, if I could go back to my 20s, like, I would change this or whatever. And so I think similarly to how you said that, um, like, that self-inflicted pressure to, like, not mess up, Mm-hmm. I think I felt like that for a really long time and I would convince myself that like I wasn't – like I wasn't doing anything right, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, like I could save this much money. Like I don't need to go out to eat, whatever. Yeah. But, like it's not – and I don't want to diminish it by being like it's not that serious because again, I come from a place where like I can – I have the privilege to say that mm-hmm. and like I'm able to make a decision. Like I'm I'm not at a point in my life right now where I am like truly budgeting every. Mm-hmm. penny, you know? Um, and again, this may not be applicable for, for someone else. And I don't say this as a blanket statement, but um, I think it's, it's okay to kind of experiment like mm-hmm. what, what works for you. Um, Cause again, you're not going to know until you try. And I think if you try to make financial decisions at 22 and like stick with those for the rest of your life, like you're either really putting yourself in a box. Well, you are putting yourself in a box, right? Cause it doesn't mm-hmm. give you the time to like splurge on things or you know, really learn how to truly like budget for bigger things coming up or prepare yourself. Um, so I don't know. Again, that just goes back to the point of like not getting caught up in what other people are doing, whether they're your peers and they're people your age, or whether you're trying to learn and talk to someone who's older and then they're reflecting back on like everything mm-hmm. they did with their money in their twenties and like what they could have done and like whatever. But I don't know. It's 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 tough. And again, I think that's kind of why we wanted to have the conversation too. Um, Not even being like, oh, this is how you should do it. But just like, these are the feelings that we had, Like, these are things Mm -hmm. that we struggled with. Like, these are things we're still struggling with. Like, we are so young. Yeah. You know? Like, we're so young. But you have time to figure it out. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like I said, my first year was very up and down with managing my money. And I also, like, agree with what you said in the sense of your priorities are going to ebb and flow as to Mm -hmm. what you're what you're prioritizing when it comes to your finances. The same priorities that you have at 23 are not going to be the same at 33. I can guarantee that much. Yeah. But yeah, basically, main takeaway is, one, do not get caught up in what everyone else is doing with their finances. I know that's really hard when it comes to social media like TikTok Mm -hmm. or Instagram. And influencers who are telling you they have seven streams of income, and people yeah. who work at Google who make two hundred k a year and are buying Van Cleef necklaces and buying at apartments 21. in Brooklyn, yeah, yeah twenty one. Um, don't get caught up with it, but also like don't be stupid with your money. I mean, mm-hmm. you fully can. You have free will to do so if you want to. Yeah. Um, but I think it is probably like smarter to like at least have some type of savings that is up to you as to how you want to go through with doing that but definitely mm-hmm. think you should have at least that set up but like Lexi said in the long run you have time to figure it out yeah um and that's a, I think a larger testament to life itself you know
1: yeah and I think it's funny too because I know we both realize this but like we have skipped over like quite a few things that we initially yeah, wrote out for sure which again I think just goes back to like, There is so much to talk about it and even – yeah, I don't know. I feel like I keep going back to this, but just the point of I think it's important for people to talk about it, but it's also important to remember too, like, even when you hear other people talking about it, you're not getting the full story. Like, people still pick and choose what they want to say and how they say it. Um, And so just, like, check in with yourself when you're listening or when you're getting overwhelmed or you know making financial decision based off what other people are saying um but yeah it's I don't know money I feel like money is just so hard and it's okay and we're getting through it together um but I don't know maybe maybe listening to this has helped a little bit or maybe maybe you're taking a deep breath now that you're listening to the episode and being like okay you know like they don't have it all together which I don't yeah, think a lot of people think we do have everything together um But, yeah, we're also young 20s, just, like, trying to figure out how to have fun and live and, like, you know, still do things somewhat right. So that's all I got.
0: Yeah. So with that, I think we are going to close out the episode. Let us know your thoughts. How are you managing your money in your 20s? Because I would love to hear some. Yeah, we have a lot to learn. If you are a financial advisor, hit my line because I probably do need financial advice. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Take a moment to go rate our podcast on both mm-hmm. Apple Podcast and Spotify Podcasts. Um, go rate it five stars. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Also, while you're at it, go follow us on Instagram at the entry level pod two e's um, and at Lexi Bradnax and at Victoria <laughs> X Jackson. I personally am private, and if your Instagram looks a little sketchy, I probably won't accept it. But we'll see um yeah but i think that's it
1: and have a great rest of your day yeah bye bye